0: coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name's Dave Gafkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. Good day, Kevin. Good day, Dave. How are you doing today,
1: man? I'm doing fantastic, thanks for asking. Got anything new going on in life? Um, you know, it's business as usual, but uh, I just got done from a fabulous golf trip. I uh, decided to take the time to make the drive from uh, beautiful Colorado down to uh, very sunny uh, southern Utah. played some golf, and uh, for anyone out there that hasn't done it, the most beautiful drive I think I've done in the United States is, is over the uh, Rockies from Colorado. You get down into the... Green Springs area of Utah, and then the the scenery changes again. You know, to that beautiful red rock all the way down south, and it's just there's beautiful canyons and uh, just a lot of scenery you can see a long ways out, and uh, it's just it's beautiful. I would recommend it for anybody. But anyway, that was uh, that was the the beginning of the trip. The rest of it was great too because I had some fabulous uh, golf courses that I could experience with some really really good friends and. You know, some of us got a little burnt because it was warm, but, uh, you know, we lost some balls. We hit some good shots. Some, some of us shots. lose a lot more balls than others, Kevin. Yeah, that's that's probably fair. That's uh, I lose a lot of golf balls, and Kevin doesn't. Yeah, I... Do uh, lose two the whole trip? I might have lost a few more than that, but overall it was... Four? four. Yeah, maybe, maybe four or five. One hundred and three holes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness.
0: Well, uh, what are we talking about today, Kevin? Well, first off, first off, yeah, Kevin's one of our coaches. Um, here at EGS, we've been fortunate enough to have him as part of our team for, it feels like, how long have you been part of the team now? It's almost a year. Almost a year. We love Kevin. I go back with Kevin for a dozen years. And uh, really, really have enjoyed getting to know Kevin. He has a wonderful family. And, uh, and the dude can golf. And he has made tremendous business decisions in his life and makes us very, makes us, makes Mike and I extremely blessed to have him part of the team. And he heads up our trades, which he deals with uh, some machine shops and also turns around and deals with like HVAC and electrical contractors and such. And uh, he kills it on a regular basis. So he needs no more introduction than that.
1: And then we'll go into what we're talking about today. Yeah, well, first of all, I appreciate that. You're probably a little too kind, but uh, I do the best I can. Uh, today we're talking about how inflation affects the workforce. And I think that's kind of, uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of different ways it affects the workforce, from the cost as a business owner to, you know, how it affects your people and their lifestyle and uh, just general, you know, or how and We want to talk about how that affects us and some things we can do to kind of offset that. Nice, nice. Well I'll tell you
0: what, uh, let's start with cost. I know in a lot of the machining companies we work with we're hearing of materials just going bonkers. I I was talking to a client last night and they they machined some copper. They machined copper and put it in weldments and whatnot and they were buying a one-foot section for $43 two years ago. In that one foot section, I think he said like hundred eighty dollars for the same foot of material, of copper, and uh, I was shocked by how much, how,
1: how much that has gone up. I and mean, what have you seen? Yeah, no, I that's extraordinary. I've I've seen the same thing. It's uh, really it's anything that has to do with metal. You know any type of metal, uh-huh. uh, any sort of element like that, and it's across the board. Whether it's a machine shop to you know an electrical contractor or what have you, it's a it's a real deal. And I think uh, I think people talk about how it affects them, but I often wonder if they really know the hard numbers about that really
0: does affect them. But, well, you know, I was thinking I saw a client yesterday throw up. Uh, uh, hey, they have a delivery van. Free deliveries now. And then I go right to fuel cost. Wow! Not only the vehicle, but the fuel, and they're uh, they're in an expensive part of the country. And I'm thinking, are they are they making sure they're getting compensated for that? And then it makes me think of oils. You know, all the coolants you put in the machines, right? And all the shop supplies and consumables there. And I mean, you deal with uh, telecommunications as well. What about all the fittings and all the
1: the tie-ins and all the stuff, all the connectors, right? Yeah. So I mean, in in that world, you're going to have a lot of copper use, which you just mentioned, copper as an example. Something are you are you seeing that kind of growth, like the
0: forty three to one hundred
1: eighty? I mean, that kind of that kind of scaling growth in copper prices from your end. Yeah, we've uh, and it, it doesn't seem to stop. It's been kind of a continuous, gradual rise from you know starting sometime in February till now. It's just uh, it's continuous, and it's hard to stay in front of that. It really is. You you just you know you quote a project that has a significant amount of material on it if you're awarded it two weeks later and you purchase the materials you're going to notice anywhere from a you know five to fifteen percent increase just in that time alone depending on on the circumstances
0: it's crazy it, it, it is crazy what we're seeing and not to mention that but if you own a business and you have a group of individuals working for you and lead times now have gone crazy. So what we used to be able to buy in a week is now four to six weeks. Yep. So that means you need to buy six weeks worth of material instead of one or two weeks worth of material, which means you're you're laying out more cash and you're carrying more inventory, which is cost as well. So not only are cost increases, but you're sucking out your cash to make sure you have enough inventory to keep your workforce going. Otherwise, you're not generating
1: revenue, right? Yes, absolutely. It's. There's, I mean, we talk about the importance of looking ahead, and that can that that's just truer today than ever. Oh well, yeah, if you're not planning, your guys are sitting with nothing to do today. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of direct costs as well as uh, indirect costs when it comes to the lead times. I mean, not only is material going up, but lead times are causing people to schedule just you know very creatively because mm-hmm. there's there's no way to. There's no way to really look ahead and know everything, so you really have to think ahead and give yourself a, a wide variety of things that people can jump on, and and that can be that can be inefficient at times if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't stay ahead of it. Have you noticed people missing their due dates too? Hey, I'll have you material on Tuesday, and it and then not show up. Yeah, uh, between between that happening and uh, you know freight services, you know having messes on their side uh-huh. as well, which we can't ever avoid that completely, but. That's also been uh, been an issue, and you know, along with uh, along with the price of metals going up, I think certain parts of the country are also seeing issues with theft. Uh, oh, I believe it. You know, catalytic converters are worth a lot more now than maybe they were two years ago, <laughs> and there's people that are smart enough to know that, and so it's just there's a lot of things that end up, uh, you know. If, Businesses have to start thinking about how to protect themselves against the things that are obvious. And then you got to think deep about things that maybe aren't so obvious. Wow. So, uh, really the next thing I, I,
0: I think we should chat about is the morale, the stress on management this is causing. I mean, what's
1: your, what's your view on that? Yeah. I, uh, I've noticed, uh, this just compound on itself over the last couple months and, uh, it's one thing I've addressed. I try to have a big monthly uh, managers meeting every month uh, to really discuss things that have came up that we foresee happening and really try to get ahead of them like we're talking about. Uh-huh. And one of them is uh, stress management and time management and trying to impress uh, upon them you know, the importance of taking time for themselves too mm-hmm. because... You can kind of get uh, you can get the, the stress ball rolling, and if you're not intentional about stopping it, it, it just it ends up you know rolling over you at some point. And it so, causes you to eat way too many donuts. That's what I know. Right? It, it definitely <laughs> does. Uh, so yeah, I, I've I've tried to address that specifically. Uh, let them know that I want to make sure that their health is first and uh, take care of themselves. So trying to set up set aside some time uh, each day for themselves to really just relieve some stress you know, take some time to take a walk and I've i tried to help them with figuring out how to set up their day. You know, what's a, what are the important things that our priorities we get through. You know, we take our breaks, we, we work through them, we have some, some difficult conversations as they come up and then really try to take some time to, to relax a little bit and, and clear our minds because it it really can really can roll over if you're not careful with it. Yeah, especially
0: if you're a manager. If you're a manager you know that's stress ball build and build you're going to lose employees
1: yeah you're push them out the door yeah it, it becomes a circle right I mean yep. you, you start going around in circles trying to, to put out fires and, and if you just keep doing that you burn yourself out real fast
0: right on so how do you how do you think inflation's playing a role in that stress, and the stress in the stress of a of a manager or how do you think inflation is playing a role in morale in the shop
1: yeah you see it because you know when 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 stress hits the manager it hits the people working for him too and inflation is a stress on everybody from the standpoint of money management and finances right and so a manager is going to hear a lot of things that pertain to the job but they're going to start hearing about the financial side of things from their employees they're going to start hearing people chattering about how you know certain costs are affecting the employees more than it used to and they're going to have to take that into consideration um, and a good manager is going to feel the pain of, their, mm-hmm. of the people that are working for them. And so that, uh, that is difficult, and you know, there's ways to offset that, um, that, that you have to weigh in with the rest of the costs that you're already incurring as a business. Which is why you know, when you see these things coming, you really just got to stay ahead of them and make sure that whatever you think the costs are, dig deep and find out what they actually are. Because I think a very small percentage of people really understand what that cost is.
0: Yep, you drive an itsy bitsy truck. What's it cost you to fill that up with diesel? Uh,
1: about a hundred and
0: thirty-five dollars. Yeah, hundred and thirty-five bucks a pop. Yeah, and I mean, so if you have employees that drive a truck, I mean, even a car. I mean, my SUV was a hundred
1: and fifteen the other day. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the other piece of that is, uh, you know, different businesses might have uh, employees that travel for work, mm-hmm. you know, a significant dip, uh, distance where they're reimbursing them for mileage, mm-hmm. and. uh I don't know if everybody knows this or not but the government is not the fastest reactors when it comes to setting the really? people, the uh, mileage and premium <laughs> you know limits uh, for things like that and so you know it used to be about 57 cents a mile and gas went up dollar60 uh, and it took two months for the government to say, oh we can allot you you know the additional five cents which doesn't cover what it should What be is really it more. now? I think it's up to about sixty-four cents. Sixty-four cents a mile. So you know, if you have employees that are driving company, you know, their own vehicles a distance where you've always reimbursed us for that mileage, all of a sudden they're not seeing the value in that, and you have to figure out how to make that work. Well
0: So let's jump right into employees. I mean, it's, uh, do you think, do you think we need to give our employees raises to help them adjust with this, or just kind of wait it out, or? How do you think the wage game is going to be played because right now I mean skilled labor you're paying a ton for it already so is this compound on top
1: of that absolutely um you know we've seen a trend in the last two years of really the need to be able to pay whatever it takes to get good uh you know good employees good skilled labor and uh it's not over it's just getting started and that's a big piece of the you know, inflation is a huge piece of that. You know what? Did, what do they say? Uh, what's it been in the last year? What's the percentage raise in inflation? I don't know. It's approaching double digits now, isn't it? Well, it's like eight point
0: seven last I saw. But that's that's funny because everything I'm seeing is <clears throat> everything I'm seeing is in uh, seventeen to twenty three percent when it comes to food, yep. fuel. So I'm seeing. In my personal cost, when I go to the grocery store, it's, I used to be able to spend 50 bucks, now it's always 100, yeah. at least. Used to spend less than 60 bucks in fuel, now it's 100. So I don't, that's all more than eight, nine percent, but I think, you know, if you flatten everything out, but it's just not on what I
1: spend my money on. Yeah, so. I think the, the general consumer is probably experiencing much higher than that. I think that's an average across the board. Mm-hmm. That maybe uh, affects some and doesn't affect the rest. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just difficult, you know, you can't, uh, you, just for the sake of, uh, of numbers, you have a $30 an hour employee and you uh, would normally give them, you know, a $2 an hour raise. Well, what's that doing for them now? I feel like that's kind of going backwards because their costs are now way more than what that percentage of that raise. is. Yeah, everybody
0: was. still gives that 6 to 3% rule. Yeah, exactly. So yes. that'd be $0.90, cents, Yeah, be $0.90 cents on a $30 an hour employee. If you give a thirty dollar an hour employee a ninety cent raise, they're gonna look at you and they're gonna shake their head. Yeah, don't don't do that to your people. <laughs> well, a lot of large corporations that's what they do. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, no thirty dollar an hour employee, and you're talking about a couple bucks. You're gonna want to throw another dollar or so in there just just to cover their gas. I mean, that's only forty dollars more, and if you're driving a truck, that's not even half a tank.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely think you should consider. You know what your employees' life may look like and how this is affecting them. Because if you feel it, they feel it. And, uh, you know, that scale might, they might feel a little more than you do depending on what the situation is. So, I, uh, you know, you've heard me talk about this over and over again. I feel like your employees are your business. Take care of them. And, uh, you know, they'll take care of you they'll take care of you exactly it's 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 a good system and so do what you can to take care of people and part of that really is just figuring out the best way to make sure they're compensated in a way where they don't feel you know feel a too big of a negative burden all of us are going to feel that negative burden and it's I don't know how long this is going to last but uh, we got to do the best we can to help other people
0: yeah and uh, a lot of a lot of companies they're like I can't give my employee a four dollar hour raise because I'll never get that back uh, it's a sunk cost, it's just something I have to eat. So I, I tend to like the negotiation game, um, talking to customers and saying this is where we're at, this is the cost of this, this is what we. this is what the labor rate of this is, this is, this is just where we're at on cost. And we need to increase this rate for this this part or this product or this service. And some people are like, oh, if I do that, my customers are going to, they're going to, they're going to fire me as a customer. I've got that as a customer. So you stop and think, okay, so I'm okay paying more materials. I'm okay paying more any consumables, shop supplies. I'm okay carrying more cash for inventory. I'm okay paying my employees more because I got to keep my employees because I don't have them. So you're talking about a, call it a 15, 20% increase in burden in your business and so many people I mean so many people I talk to are horrified of passing that cost along to the customer I mean what's what do you think what, or what are you seeing with with your clients what are you seeing
1: I mean we're out of options right I mean I feel like there's really only one option and that's you gotta have that conversation with your customers um, You yeah, know, I've done this the last two years a couple of times where I I send out a, you know Notice uh, and try and have a call with the customers and let them know this is what we're seeing on our side, and uh, this is the only way we continue to do business this way. And so, um, you know, letting them, letting your customers know upfront what's coming, mm-hmm. because nobody wants to be blindsided. That's right. So, you know, I, I've, I've, I've been able to put together. Uh, you know after doing some uh, some cost analysis be able to put together kind of a forecast for a certain period of time where i can let them know hey this is what you're going to see in a percentage of materials mm-hmm. and labor on quotes and uh most people actually take that pretty well i've got feedback right away saying hey you know we understand we're just thankful that you're letting us know now rather than later and not blindsiding us and so Uh, a big piece of that though is don't do that without having all the knowledge Uh, you know make sure you have that labor cost analysis Mm -hmm. make sure you know how to do that the correct way and you know if you don't give us a call we'll help you out with that yeah you can't wing it
0: if you're going to increase prices with a customer and if your customer's smart they're going to ask you questions, and if you
1: aren't prepared and have good data, yeah. you are going to get railed. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do is give them a notice up front, and then a month later, do it again, and then do it again. You want to know what that is, yep. and you want to try and come up with a number that's going to lock you in for at least six months so you don't have to do this constantly right. with your customer because nobody wants to be bugged with that, and mm-hmm. they want to know what that is up front. So, yeah, it might, it might seem like a lot, uh, you know. to to do and and to give your customer but they're really they're going to be appreciative of knowing up front and also to actually have the the real number rather than you come back to them so yeah make sure you know what you're doing up front get all get everything uh, you know associated with those costs figured out and then come up with your game plan on how to bring that to your customer and like I said if you need help with that we're here for you. Right on Kevin.
0: Systems Do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.